Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. More volume here. Uh, what's going on? It's Taz. I got Andrew. Uh, Andrew with me here. Uh, we are coming live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quick Loan Studios, who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Uh, call the show if you like. It's a very, very simple process. Attention, hotline fans. Uh, you simply dial 855 212 4227. That's an 855 212 4227er. That's right. Uh, maybe you listen to the show across one of the affiliates on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, you know, appreciate that. Or maybe you're checking out the show on radio.com or cbssports.com uh, or on on those websites or on the apps that they have. They're both very good. Or maybe you listen on Sirius XM Channel 206 or the Sirius XM app. Uh, Sirius XM 206 is the home for CBS Sports Radio. So uh, you might be following at Taz and the Moose on Twitter or Instagram. You could stop following that because uh, that's going to get deleted. Because as I mentioned uh, yesterday, uh, I will be leaving the show. Uh, uh, this is my, I got a couple days left. My, my last day is, uh, is Friday. So uh, that's the deal. Now, Andrew Bogus, as I mentioned, you are sitting in this week uh, with yours truly. Mm. How's it going, Haas? Uh, it's going very, very well. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Blank and the Moose is not going to be a, the new Twitter handle. If you want to go home, go home. Ah, is that true? What's what? What's if what's I want to go home, can I go home? Is uh, that no, if you no, want to go home, listen, go home? Listen, is that listen, company no, policy? No, 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 no. Listen, listen. You, you, sir. Uh, as long as I'm here doing a show, you are welcome at any time. Thank uh, you. I consider you a friend, a scholar. I look forward to uh, a doing. Friend, I overwhelmed by that. Uh, well, listen. Just let's just just good for radio. I, I thanks I, very much. I will. Uh, I will. Probably do other projects with you in the future. Whoa. How about that? There's a lot going on right now. I mean, I, just last week I was told I was going to be staying one of your Twitter follows, which was gift enough. Now we're friends and possible future coworkers. Well, well I didn't say that. I just said projects. A project could mean, Lunch. hey, can you retweet this for me, yeah. Andrew? That could be a project. I'm Andrew Bogish. <laughs> you don't need a listen. Just click on the link. <laughs> exactly. So we got, hey, we got a cool bench, uh, bench cut start coming up later on. Um, We'll get. Into, oh, actually, we got a few things going on. We got. We're going to talk a little about the Browns and stuff because apparently they're bringing back Freddie Kitchens. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, we got to talk about Bill Belichick's press conference outfit. We got to get to that. Uh, bench cut start, as I mentioned. We're going to do wrestling managers, like old time wrestling managers. Mm-hmm. So the three that we had: Pete the Body and his uh, Miova Nation, which is basically a nation of one. Correct. You have no one in that, right? Correct. It's, as opposed to the Weover Nation. So. <laughs> You know, we had Pete look into this, and he's the guy who came up with the three managers. So I'll let you people listening that want to call in with your bench cut start. So wrestling managers are Paul Heyman is your options. Paul Heyman, Jim Cornette, Bobby Heenan. So put aside anything, uh, any of these guys, obviously Jim Cornette, as of recent, has been controversial. Some stuff he's done, and he's... He, you know, he's not on air anymore at the present time as far as doing commentary. He was working for NWA. But I put all that aside. I'm talking about his body of work. You know, 
So as I so that's why. So those are your three options. If you want to call the show, 855-212-4227 and give your bench cut start. So who would you bench? Who would you cut? Who would you start between Heyman, Heenan, Cornette? Um, and also we're going to do a, another topic, which is near and dear to all of our hearts, Andrew. Uh, top three favorite restaurants, your go-to for Uber Eats. Okay. So it's it's not like a typical segment we would do on this show, but it's just top three Jones. So I'll give mine, you'll give yours. The gentleman behind the proverbial uh, glass, as the, it's yeah. said in Although radio there nonstop. is actual glass that they are behind. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just the cliche has been beaten into the ground. It's fair. Like beaten into the ground. No! Yes, it's just, it's annoying. So, uh... But anyway, so that's the on that. Uh, so the Browns, okay? So the Browns, bringing back Kenny, Freddie Kitchens. Ian Rappaport puts it out there. Um, thoughts on this, my friend? I'm, I'm not surprised because I didn't think John Dorsey was going to admit that John Dorsey was wrong within a year to hire Freddie Kitchens. I mean, this, and I wish I could sit here and be my normal, sarcastically uh, self promoting self. You are not self. sarcastic. Uh, because. <laughs> While I didn't think the Browns were going to be as good as other people thought they were going to be this year, I did not think it was going to be a dumpster fire. I did not think mm. it's going to be like this. The record, the the inside yeah. turmoil, all the Baker issues. If I it's know. true that players have been screaming off the sideline of the other team, the Cardinals doing the playing the Cardinals. Right, right? Please, it's crazy. We're please about come rescue me. It's nuts. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. I thought they would <laughs> miss the playoffs, be competitive, be good, but not. I mean, teams had them. People had them winning, you know, double digit games. I know, I know. Winning the division. I thought a wild card like nine and seven was legit. I didn't think it was going to be like this. And but everything that you would have been concerned about with Freddie Kitchens as the head coach going from a you know position coach to coordinator to head coach in about a four month span, mm. which is not the normal course of action. Well, of course. Um every bad thing has come to fruition here this year. He, and I don't think it's gonna <clears throat> be fixed, but they're not gonna fix it right now. No, they're not. They're not, dude. And and you know, I look I was one of those guys though early on when uh, especially once Beckham got there, I was all in on the Browns. I thought, man, these guys are really going to do really well this year because Mayfield in year one, you know, he played, played pretty good, you know, and he's got that gunslinger feel. And I'm like, ah, oh, these defensive coordinators will probably figure him out. But still, man, he's a talented guy. And, he, and he's got he's got a litany of weapons, you know. And he, you know, from, this is when before everything happened, the, the disaster of a season that they're right. having, you know. Uh, Juice Landry, to, and then they added Beckham. They had Njoku, an excellent tight end, David Njoku, Nick Chubb running a rock, all all these guys. And then they had Kareem Hunt. Once he gets off the uh, the suspension he was on, he was added. You know, a, a pretty good offensive line. You, you got a guy like Miles Garrett, who's one of the more dominant defensive players. Uh, uh, um, they had just so much. Denzel Ward, one of my favorite uh, young defensive players in the league, uh, excellent player out of uh, out of Ohio State. I had all these weapons, dude. Right, all these weapons. I'm like, all right, you know, you had Steve Wilkes there, good, you know, seasoned coach, defensive coordinator. Figured they're gonna do all right. They're gonna do all right. Uh, yeah, nah, nope, not nah, didn't happen. Nope. You know, and, and and he just he does not. He might be a, he might be a good head coach, Taz, down the road in his second stop. But he he wasn't ready to be a head coach now, right. and they made the choice to placate Baker, which is not, that's right. It's You're not, right. It's not the worst logic in the world. I know people get upset when you hear that like teams talk to players about moves and coaches and <clears throat> cater to players. But you know what? It makes sense to not to try and avoid the drama of hiring a guy 
that's not going to click with your best players. Like, Baker Mayfield should have been involved in what was going on because he's the quarterback of the team and he's the face of the franchise. Right. And if he, you can't hire a guy that he's going to clash with. So the logic's not terrible. The problem is um, Freddie Kitchens just doesn't appear to be ready yet to be a head coach. Well, and I don't, I don't think you can make enough of this stupidity of wearing that T-shirt before the last Steelers game to show you that he's not ready yet to be in charge of a group of men like this. And most of their problems go back to his leadership. Well, no, I, I hear you, man. You know, it looks like, I said this recently too here on the show here, it looks like from afar, kind of comes off to me like Kitchens is trying to be one of the guys. He wants, right. you know, he wants to be in with the players. He wants to be the players' coach and be one of the boys. Yep. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with being being tight with the players and all that stuff. But you gotta have, have that disciplinary. You gotta have that that firm line that you're the boss. And 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 that's what the guy that was the interim head coach last year until he went to Jets to become defense coordinator, Greg Greg Williams. Greg Williams was doing a hell of a job. Agreed. He was doing a hell of a job as a room coach. He yeah, was. You know, I, I think you and I were sitting here uh, around this same time oh, last year, know. I guess, around the holidays and having this conversation. I, Greg Williams is not my favorite guy. Um, I, I think that the way Greg Williams runs things wears on guys. There's an expiration date on Greg Williams. Like at, at some point, you know, enough's enough when you're, you can be too kind of heavy-handed. So I didn't think that Greg Williams should have gotten this job. <laughs> but I see what, you know, the, the point now is they needed somebody who was going to kick him in the rear end? Not put, you know, not be buddy buddy, not try and be cool and young and hip. Like they needed Wait, a so hard what are you ass saying? guy. You're, you're, right, well, that's Greg Williams. Well, so you're, you're yeah, saying I still think that Greg Williams. It, maybe we would have had different issues a little farther down the road if Greg Williams was their head coach. Maybe there's there's a there's pl- there's plenty of guys in a sweet spot between cool. I'm with you, Freddie Kitchens, and hard ass Jones, yeah. Greg Williams. Right, right. Like Greg might be the other extreme to Freddie Kitchens being too lax. I think Greg Williams might be too insane, but it they they missed the mark in general on the kind of guy they needed to have in, right. in charge of this. Well, team. yeah, I, I still think Greg Williams would have done a much better job this year than Kitchens, and because I believe, and you cannot let, especially young guys, young athletes that are multimillionaires, you can't let them run the asylum, and 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 that's what you got with a guy like Kitchens, and when you have a guy who's so much of a pushover. That's what's going to happen. That did not happen with Greg Williams when, when he took over for you, Jackson. And that's not happening, you know, with him as the D.C. with the Jets. That's never. I understand what you're saying about him. He's a little bit too much of a, a intense wild man. I get that. But I do think that he would have done a much, in my opinion, a much better job with the Browns this year than uh, Kitchens. Now, you said something earlier, dude. You know, I got to tell you. And I, and I hear what you're saying about, um, about Baker Mayfield and how... Uh, basically, you, you, before they 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 hire Kitchen, you want Baker Mayfield. I, I'm paraphrasing what you said. Yeah, but I'm not not putting words in your mouth. Like basically, you want to kind of keep him happy if you can, and and all that stuff. Uh, I I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> I don't think that I I don't I don't agree with that because <clears throat> I do think that when you're a young quarterback, a young player, not just quarterback, you got you're going into your second year. You know, you you need to be subservient. To the coaching staff, okay. You you need to be. You, I don't care who you are, how many commercials you do, what, how many trophies you won in college, what you did in college, what what you know how, how everybody loves you. That doesn't matter. How many how much social media following you have, you, you, and he doesn't come off. Mayfield doesn't come off that way. From Jump Street, he didn't come off that way with Kitchens. 
They're buddies. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's a problem when you have a guy that's a um, uh, a true alpha male, like a you know a Baker Mayfield, and he, and he's got that gunslinger feel, and he's got a big chip on his shoulder, which helped him be successful, which I respect. I, I have a chip on my shoulder for, for 52 years, so I understand that. Okay, I, I respect the chip on his shoulder. But you also got to, you know, when you're younger like that, you, you got to, you know, before you've accomplished a lot in the league that matters, you know, you, you can't act like like you're hot, you know what, you know. Right. And there's no one humbling him there. The only ones humbling him are his opponents, you know. And, but, but I don't know about in the building if he's being humbled. You right. know what I mean? It, it probably, in retrospect now, it would have been, it would have made more sense to leave Freddie Kitchens as offensive coordinator. And then he and Baker can be buddy-buddy. I agree. But have somebody on top to drop the hammer when it was necessary to drop the hammer. And you still don't think Williams is the guy? Um, no, I, I just don't. I, I, I think that Greg Williams as a head coach mm. has run its course. All right. Um, and who, who knows? And, and here's the thing. <laughs> you know, I, would anybody else run to make Greg Williams their head coach after the Browns didn't want to do it? And maybe I'm forgetting that the timing wasn't there and other, every other job was already filled. I don't know. Um, but I, 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 don't I can't think, remember either, to be honest I don't, with you. Greg Williams, to me, is a good defensive coordinator. When you have a coach, when you when you have you know the flip of what we just talked about with buddy buddy Freddie Kitchens right. and then uh, you know a tougher head coach, if you want to <laughs> have a cool head coach, then you've got Greg Williams to come in and you know theoretically not not tough literally up, tough punch up, guys yeah. in the face when necessary right, right, right. and toughen up. He's a good balance guy. I just don't know that it, he needs to be in charge of the whole thing. I think he's in the right spot running a defense, but whether it's him or somebody else, it, it's. It shouldn't have been Freddie Kitchens. And I have a hard time thinking that they can fix this in an offseason and, you know, do this complete about face. Because the thing I'll say in their defense, whether it's Freddie Kitchens or Greg Williams, there isn't a guarantee that Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry aren't knuckleheads, no matter who's the head coach. You know, they they, right. they might be uncontrollable. I mean, ask the Giants about, about Odell. Uh, and multiple teams that have been around Jarvis Landry. I mean, those are tough guys to keep in line, and maybe no one would have kept them in line, and, and maybe this was bound to happen no matter what. But what we know is what's happened here this season, and it's been embarrassing. And it's um, I, I don't have any confidence in it being fixed. I think we're going to have a very similar conversation a year from now yeah. about Well, you Browns. won't have it with me. Right. Us, you know, the, yeah. in general. Maybe, is, maybe we'll trade This is day tweets. two of of my four day right. send off. Yeah, maybe, um, may, maybe, maybe they'll, um, you know, we'll just we'll we'll trade texts or tweets. Hey, or you like think maybe I should reconsider party. leaving? I mean, I made my I've made my pitch to you. And this has been there have been rumors and innuendo, and I've 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 tried to talk you into people like you and I on the air. You know, I got a lot of positive. I want uh, I want you to ask positive. me to stay here as your co-host. A lot of Jones. You did a little Lana action on, on Raw. I like See, that. See, I was paying attention yesterday. You don't have as nice of legs as Lana. Just being honest. Although um, my <laughs> legs are my best feature. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, All right, Bill Belichick, the fashion star. We'll get into that in a second. If you want to call the show and talk about. The Cleveland Browns, are they a disaster in your opinion? Do you think Kitchen should be gone? Do you think Greg Williams would have done a better job? Who were you? Who do you think should be the Browns head coach? Do you even give a rat's ass about the Browns? 855-212-4227. I'm Taz with Andrew Bogish. Right back. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4227. 
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, well, CBS Sports Radio toll-free line, 855-212-4227 is brought to you by GEICO. Hey, there's great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. We're talking a little bit about um, about uh, Freddie Kitchens and the Cleveland Browns and all of this stuff. Um, you know, and the issues they have. And they're not as good as people thought they would be. Uh, let's go uh, down to Florida. Talk to Josh listening on 100.3 FM. Josh, you're on with Taz and Andrew. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. How you guys doing this morning? Yeah, what's going on, what's House? Up, what's up, man? Uh, man, just want to talk about my Cleveland Browns. Go for it. Um, I've been a fan for 30-plus years. Right. I've watched them lose year in and year out. Yep. And my whole thing is, <laughs> if you get rid of Kitchens, you're going to be back in the same boat. Uh, same old Cleveland Browns. Same losing philosophy. I think that this year and last year, it's better than any other years we've had if you go back and look, with the exception of, I think, 2010 maybe. Yeah, but Josh, Josh, let me interrupt you. You're, you're still six. You're six and eight, though. You're third in the north of the AFC. You and, know what I mean? and last year, Josh, you, like, you, know, you guys got to the very last weekend thinking about the playoffs. Things are going in the right direction. I mean, I, maybe the numbers are better because you've got six wins. Right. But like, contextually, this year's been a disaster. Yeah, you know, I, I get all that, man. I really do. But um, being a homer and being a Browns fan, yeah, it's still better than usual. And I think <laughs> on the right track. No, it just, it Josh, could... listen, I understand what you're saying. And, 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 and I feel for you, dude. Trust me. I mean, I've been a Met fan my whole life. I'm a Bills fan. And we're finally doing good with the Bills. But otherwise, they usually suck, too. I was a lifelong Jet fan before that. So I know, bro. I know your pain. You know, but... And and you're and stay a Browns fan. You're the, you're a Browns fan. It's that simple. But you know you got the talent. You should be better. Okay. And that's why I, I don't know. I'm thinking like we're both kind of feeling that, that the whole kitchens thing's not working. Let me ask you this though, real quick, Josh. If you you guys had the chance to keep Greg Williams, would you have been happy as a Browns fan keeping Williams as the head coach? Um, actually, I had a buddy that coached up in Southeast Louisiana, and Kitchens came in for a kind of like a meeting to talk to the coaches, all videotapes. Uh, he right. couldn't videotape anything. Everything was secretive. And he said this guy was really brash. Mm. He said that he was a, a really a smart guy, but he was just had a bad attitude. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, uh, well, that doesn't mean he's not a winner, though. Right or wrong? I mean, you know, we look at is it supposed to be a popularity contest or is it supposed to be Josh? I appreciate the call. Or you're trying to win. Right or wrong? You know, that's the thing. That, that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Let's talk to Brian down in Youngstown, Ohio, listening on uh, 96.7 FM. Brian, what's up? You're on with Taz and Andrew. Hey, Taz and Andrew. Good morning. How's it going, guys? How's what's up, it Brian? going, brother? What's up? Hey, lifelong uh, Browns fans here, here, and it's just been a major disappointment this season. Um, you know, high expectations when they get all the talent that they have. And this year is not cutting it. And you see the players quitting on Freddie. You see Baker regressing this year mm. from what he was last year. I don't think he's as good as he was last year. I don't think he's as bad as he is this year. Something in the middle there with Baker. But I think Kitchen's got to go. Um, if I'm the Browns, if I'm the GM, I look to maybe go Lincoln Riley, Baker's old college coach. Right. Kind of, you know, made it right with him. You, you got to get him. Yeah, I think he'd be a good. I think he'd be. I think he'd be a really good fit. Not just because of Baker. I just think Lincoln Riley's ready for that next level. And and 
something like the Browns with the amount of weapons the Browns have could be that spot. Yeah, I mean, there's no way their offense should be in the bottom half no. of the NFL this year with Beckham, Landry, no. Chubb, Hunt. And, no, and then Joku, don't forget him. He, I know he was hurt, like, but he's a hell of a tight end, that kid. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's just I, something's got to happen because it's just, you know, like they have their only team in the NFL this decade that don't got a winning record. Yeah, no, it's it's a bad look for sure. Brian, we appreciate the call. Thanks a lot, Haas. Um yeah, you know, it's a, you got Freddie Kitchens uh, failing miserably. But I'll tell you what, Andrew Bogus, there's a guy in the studio who's up chucking right now who doesn't fail miserably. Okay, they call him Heller. I call him the Brad. Yeah. Okay. You call I call him a friend. Well, I call him Brad. Yeah. Uh, so I've, in the past, I've called him other things. Rob Feller. Um, I've, I've, I have. This is a, a kind of a regular bit. Travis Heller. Which is going to be gone now, um, Heller. What a bummer. Jim Heller. I can assure you that there's nobody else uh, anywhere in this building that's going to be as creative and entertaining as me with you. Correct. I'm already missing our moments together on the right. radio. So, Tobias Heller. This is as good as it's going to get for Brad, is what you're saying. And it's about to end. <laughs> I know. I after, mean... Friday, after Friday, my last update with you guys, it all goes downhill. Should I reevaluate my career as you walk out the door? I, I, maybe not downhill, just oh, back man. to normal. Like, yeah. this is but peak. This is a bullish. We know stardom. what normal is, though. That's true. That's true. Lebronto. I think I might have came. <laughs> I think I might have came off wrong, Brad. I apologize. I, I kind of meant like once I'm out of here on Friday, your career is going into you know you you know then you know what. And I don't mean it like that. You're a very talented man. That's it's well very possible. That's true though. Yeah, I'm just talking about. <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking about the entertainment factor, the that's, fun. Yeah, there's no question about that. A lot of folks around here don't have fun. You know, it's they beat you down. With stats, numbers, and hot takes. That's not me. That's You're not, me. not a facts guy. No, we've, I'm not. Lesson number one. I do not believe in facts. Nope. <laughs> and there's something that can be said for that. There's an appreciation level yeah. that I think we're missing. Because you know why, dude? When guys and girls are hanging out in a bar together and they're spitballing sports as they're pounding, you, mm. know, you know, Jack and Cokes, you know, and they're pounding beers, <laughs> they're not... Talking about well, he had this had a statue with just well, this guy. Well, you know, in 1962, this guy. They don't care. It's like people that call the show America the way they talk to me on the air here. They talk real, and stats and facts are not part of real, Andrew. You know that. No, facts are definitely <laughs> not part of real. That is true. No, and real is walking out the door in a couple of days. You're damn right. You're damn right. Tobias. Unless we can keep him, America, 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> Who needs facts? Who needs facts? 4227. Man, I don't know. I don't think America could keep me here, to be honest with if you. If we get one million phone calls before Friday, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taz no. still is leaving. Oh, by the way. So is Pete. <clears throat> we're going to give an update later on on the food. Remember, we were going off the air yesterday, and it was a... Uh, We'll talk about that later. We're maybe doing the Uber Eats segment because we got to talk about uh, Chef Mike. Yeah. Brad, um, so your last update's coming up soon, Friday. Yeah. Last update. Well, wait a no minute. Other wait, updates wait, 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 wait. Matter. <laughs> I don't <laughs> mean like last update. Okay. Ever. I was gonna, maybe you knew something I didn't. I, I didn't don't know. just fire you. I didn't okay. mean to come off that way. But as far, I'd say as part of doing but something. But he has now put it in the boss's heads. <laughs> Yeah, hold on a second. What, what do you have there? A binder? What is that? I just have, I'm looking for my here. I was trying to oh, find. Whoa, 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 He's whoa. doing homework. 
Exactly. Have, Dude, uh, you're off such a knop. Yeah. What, what is going on right now? I was looking for my little scoreboard things here, and I pulled out Talk my Talk about stats folder. and facts. Yeah. Dude, you're such a smart man. I got to write things down. You're a creative guy. You know sports like the back of your hand. You're entertaining. You don't need any of those, pa- I those do. paperwork. I need, I, you know what? Every once in a while, you need a fact, like the Lakers score from last night. Bro, you, pull, you go online, you find it in two seconds. Yeah, what do right you need all those papers for? You need the score from 1977? No, no, just last night. Jeez. They lost. The Pacers they, beat them. That, I they saw did. That is true. The Pacers. They I watched did. the end of the game. That's it. I saw Lebronto leaving the court, dejected. Okay. The Pacers! Bam! The Pacers! Bam! The Pacers! Bingo! The Pacers! All right, Brad, take it away. The Pacers! Okay, Brad! All right, this report is sponsored by Geico. The Pacers! Great news! The Pacers. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Speaking of the Pacers and the Lakers, they the face off. There it is, last night in Indiana. Brogdon right edge. Left hand center of the floor. Howard out to pick him up. That's a mismatch. Let's see what Brogdon does. He'll drive on Howard. He got to the goal and he put it up and in with the right hand. 14 for Brogdon. Los Angeles spends its remaining timeout. Mark Boyle on Pacers Radio. That was the tie-breaking basket with 36 seconds to go. Rajon Rondo missed a three to tie in the final seconds. And the Lakers' 14-game road winning streak ended 105-102 the final. Here's head coach Frank Vogel. When you got a, a talented group playing scrappy basketball uh, with great effort, uh, you got a chance to win every night. Um, you know, This is a great basketball team we're playing against uh, tonight, and they're building 11-3. Uh, shorthanded, our guys competed their tails off, and very proud of them. And shorthanded because Anthony Davis did not play with a sprained ankle. Lakers are twenty-four and four, tied again with the Bucks for the best record, and those two are going to meet tomorrow night in Milwaukee. Elsewhere, the Clippers blew out the Suns, one twenty to ninety-nine at Staples Center. DeAndre Ayton, the former number one pick, he returned from his twenty-five game drug suspension and had eighteen points. And 12 rebounds. Meanwhile, what's gotten into the Knicks? And a steal. Robinson jumped around. He's got it in the open floor. And a monster jam from Mitchell Robinson. Little chest bump for Julius Randle. A steal and a finish and a 22-point Knicks advantage. Ed Cohen on Knicks Radio. The Knicks hammer the Hawks 143-120. to 120, The most points they've scored in regulation since 1980. They've won three out of four since the 10-game losing streak. R.J. So Barrett is season David high 27. Fault. All David yeah. Fisdale's fault. All right, Clearly. here they go. Yeah, interim coach Mike Miller's 3-3 three and three since uh, Fisdale was bounced. Trey Young had 42 in the loss. The Pelicans losing streaks now at 13, extending their franchise Ooh. record. They fell to the Nets in overtime, 108-101. From college hoops, Ohio State bounced back from its first loss, 80-48 over Southeast Missouri State. The Buckeyes are ranked fifth. They're going to face number 6 Kentucky on Saturday. A sad note from college football, former Iowa coach Hayden Fry has died at the age of 90. He led the Hawkeyes to three Big Ten championships and three Rose Bowl appearances in 20 seasons. The NFL Pro Bowl rosters were announced last night. The Ravens lead the way with 12 selections, including Lamar Jackson. and No Tom Brady for the first time since 2008 when he went down with a knee injury in the season opener. NHL, the Predators scored seven unanswered goals. They beat the Islanders 8-3. to Taylor Aww, Hall. That's terrible. Tough. That was horrible. They Islanders got their, the Islanders got smoked. What happened? It was they three to one smoked. in the second period. Dude, I stayed the whole way. Well, I shouldn't say that. I bailed out. Yeah, First I didn't stay. I didn't stay the whole way. No, I, no, no, no. I, I, think I, I think I stayed till. Man, I don't remember. I, I was I was on the phone with somebody, and then I started to kind of check it out, check out a little bit. But I didn't stay to the end. Yeah, there was four twenty-one left in the third. 
Yeah, I just I got out of there. Oh, you were on the phone with him? That was the connection. Oh, okay. Wow. No, he wasn't. He's such. Hey, a liar. He was in the bathroom with Barry Trotz. I mean, he just. Do you, you know, remember I, that? I gotta tell you, he just. What a wants night that to, was. He just wants to, meaning Mikey B, just mm. rub, <gasps> just rub up against me at any chance he can. I mean, I know Mike. I'm going to be part of your network. I know that. I know you're starting your own production company. The bosses here don't know that you're doing that. I let it out of the bag yesterday. We all know that. Yeah, the Mikey B Productions. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you really need to start running some things by people before you speak. <laughs> no, loud, I'm not. Taz. No, 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 no. Enough's I'm not enough. Doing that. I enjoy no, we flavor have... with my meat. <laughs> Thank you. We have all the funding we need. <laughs> oh, you're done. We have all the. You're done raising. Yeah, no, we're all good. Oh, good. I, I, I can't talk about it on the air, no. but uh, when we go to break, I'll have a full conversation. That's perfect. Report. Brett, Brett are, we, are we wrapping up? I was just going to say Taylor Hall in his Coyotes debut. Well, they beat the Sharks 3-2. to two. Yeah. He had the assist and yeah. the tie-breaking goal. That's and awesome. coming up in my next update, got some wrestling news for you. Oh! oh Thanks very yeah. much. He's in the Brad next Hella, ladies and gentlemen. Brad Hella. Yeah. Knocks out the park in his first update of this Wednesday day, as they say, as every radio host says, as a cliche. Happy hump day. I should have hit it at the top. You should have. Happy hump day! Happy hump day! I didn't do that. Alright. Is tomorrow uh, Twitter Thursday? Twitter Thursday, right? we got to hit, and then and happy Friday. Or, right? Freaky That's Friday? Freaky Friday. All the silly Free little ass Friday. radio lines. Yeah. Fantastic Friday. Yeah, Fantastic Ooh. Friday. All those okay. cliches that I hate, Brad Heller. I hate them. I hate them. You don't like that every day has its own no you, identity. You, the point went right over your head. No, I I know you. <laughs> we've, we've we've talked about the this point before. Went right over your head, bro. You don't like that these days have different identities. No, that's not it, dude. I'm sorry, I'm raising my voice. Why? Because I get very intense. Listen, this has been an ongoing thing with me, even before I was over here two years ago when I was doing my show streaming in Midtown Manhattan, the Taz Show. Having a blast, by the way. God rest his soul. Yeah, well, you never know. It could come out of the dirt one day. But here's the thing. I'm telling you right now, I went off there, Brad, about this, about the cliches. And I used to go, oh, yeah, I used to say it's happy hump day. It's hump day. You know, and, and all the all the fake uh, hellos, good mornings. Good morning. Don't say good morning to me. Don't. Let's just work together and kick ass and go about our business after that. I don't need good morning. How was your weekend? No. You don't care about me, my family, my weekend, my house, what if, my dog, but my cat. What if nothing. I do? Uh, but I don't. I, I'd have to really know you better. To know, none it's of you people here care years, about my weekend. Taz. All right. Like I'll give you an example. I'm going to give you a social media update in a second here. Okay, I'll give you something here in a second. Okay, this is something bad you need to hear. You ready? Social media update. Here we go. Yes, I get this tweet. From Rich Lieberman at Rich 415 Media. Random. Taz, why are you so damn negative? This came out of nowhere. I mean. And hold on. My reply was, why are you so damn clueless? <laughs> so people love that. that was a, yeah, right? Because this man says this to me out of nowhere. And then I look, and he's a radio guy. Right. Well, so now that I say, media, great brand. Now that I say I'm leaving radio, now the radio guys are coming out and bury me. The guys who work in radio, right? But like, yeah. You know, but anyway, it's okay. I, I love everybody in this world. Everybody knows that about me. The thing is, I'm, the thing is, I'm not. I'm not negative. Do I come off as negative, Brad? Do I? You come off as real. Thank you. Wow, that I'm was the cocky perfect answer. City. I'm real as the driven snow. That's, That's a cliche. Almost a cliche. <laughs> What is the actual Glee Jones? Pure as the driven snow, I believe. Oh, uh, it was close. Yeah. See? I can't even hit cliches the right way 
because I'm so non-cliche-esque. Right. You don't even know what the cliche is. <laughs> so when I was doing a show over there, Midtown, I was burying all of the cliches in radio. Before I, not just radio, in life. The cliches in life. And, and the empty, you know, uh, one of the guys that we have in the, in the bench cut start with the top wrestling managers later on today, Paul Heyman. Mm. The legendary Paul Heyman and the great stuff he's doing on Monday Night Raw and all that stuff he's done with Brock Lesnar. Everything he's doing with Brock Lesnar. And one of the probably the best talkers in the business, the wrestling business ever, right? Him and I would joke around behind the scenes about how, like, in wrestling, you know, like, guys would leave the locker room, guys jump in the shower, blah, 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 get dressed, gotta leave the, you know, a lot of times you go in your separate ways, so you see each other the next few days. And guys would go, safe travels. You know, we would joke, me and Paul, like, who care if I have safe travels? We're competing against each other. I'm not saying you want me to smash my car into a bus, but, like, you know, I mean, he really means safe travels. So Paul and I would connect on that level. He might be the only one who gets me with this. Brad, you're looking at me like I'm crazy no. right now. Yeah. I agree with you. You're being real. That's what I am, bro. You know that. You hit that. You know I'm real. Andrew just accepts me. Yeah, he, I want to fix you. You can't. Nightstick Jones, you can't do it. No, I know. All right, we'll get to you. Do people call on the show? Don't want to say goodbye to me? I'll get to you. We're going to get to you on the other side of the break. It's a cliche. Son of a... <laughs> that was an actually see that buttocks gets tight. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I'm turning into it already. They poisoned me. Oh God. All right, eight five five two one two four two two seven. We got to talk about Bill Belichick's clothing for his uh, press conference. We will get to the phone calls too. All right, Taz with Andrew Bogus. Be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. No, you listen to Taz and Andrew Bogish. But anyway, hey, it's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros and submit your question by listening later in the show where we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer care at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. We're talking about the Cleveland Browns earlier. By the um, way, while you're at it, if what? you're emailing in a question, I also needed an answer. I need to, still need a Christmas gift from my wife. Anybody oh, I'll help a, you with anybody that. Anybody got a suggestion? You uh, know uh, how to get to us. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you ever, that's okay. I like that. Yeah, if you, you know, Andrew Bogus needs to get a gift for his lovely wife. Because here's Re- what she did to me: this, his lovely she, wife Rebecca, and that's. It's, that's fine. It's okay, not her name. But we can, she looks like a Rebecca. I, I just, I, sorry, I thought that was her name. I mixed so, you up with someone else. So we, uh, we, got a, we have a lot going on. We just went to Disney last week. She and I are going away in February for my 40th birthday. Um, we've got some things to do around the house. Um, so like we were like, you know what? She, so she goes, let's not do gifts. So let's save the money for, we have to like redo her bathroom. Like, just, let, let, let's not do a gift. And at first, I'm like, okay, fine. And like a couple of days pass, I'm like, no, A, I want the gift. And B, I don't know that I can just not give you something for Christmas. So, okay. like, let's do gifts. But okay. now, like, I'm off the scent of gifting. Okay. And Christmas well, is next week. The problem is with you, you have no instincts in your relationship. And I will help you with that. But first, I want to talk to Joseph, listening on Sirius XM in Houston, about the Cleveland Browns. All right, make this fast, Joseph. Joe, what's going on? You're on with Taz and uh, Andrew Bogus. What's going on? Hey, A.B., Taz, what's up? Good morning. What's going uh, on, Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Hey, I wanted to tell you, man, I really enjoyed you on the radio. Sorry to uh, see you go. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate Come back that. up in some other projects. Yes, know? sir. Yes, sir, I um, will. Yep. Uh, so, you know, I grew up a Lions fan. I was born in Detroit, but I was raised in Houston. So I've had, like, a, a, some bad teams, right? Yeah. Followed some bad teams, but with my heart, right? So I, what really, I think, set the tone for the Cleveland Browns is they were calling it a Super Bowl season at the beginning of the year. So it's probably going to hurt a little bit the way things have turned out. I think Kitchens is definitely not the answer. Uh, you know, I definitely agree with you on that. But um, I don't know what the solution would be with all those guys in there. You know, Odell, I, I think at the beginning of the year when I spoke to you on the phone, I told you he was going to be a problem. He was a problem with the New York Giants. Mm. And he's a little crybaby. They paid him a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. Now he thinks he's, you know, he, he can walk on water. And, right, it's God, and I, God's gift, yeah. Yeah, you know, when you get a bunch of retweets from a one-handed catch and you just think you're God's gift to this earth, you know, uh, yeah. sometimes things go awry. Right, and, yeah, uh, yeah, I hear you. What hey, Andrew, Andrew, yes. I got a good gift. I got a good gift for you. Do you have my phone number? I don't want to say it on the air, whoa, bro. Whoa. Then she's going to know what you got her. Well, first of all, she's not listening. Uh, she's asleep okay. now. And even if she was awake, hey, my she wife's not listening, listening either, so yeah. that's, that's so great. So this is your, we're in a Here safe zone. You know, hey, hey, you know what you do? Hey, Joe, do you follow yeah, Andrew yeah. Bogus? Do you follow Andrew Bogus on Twitter? No, I told you I don't tweet. I work a lot, man. I don't. Well, hold on, Joe. Joe, wait, hold on, Joe. Hold on, brother. When did you? When did you tell me you don't tweet? When I was trying to get on y'all's fantasy football team, I remember you guys that. Said, send in the tweet, okay, and we'll get you okay. on. And I Joe. was like, dude, I work a lot. Joe, listen, what? I love you, bro. Yeah. But let me ask you a question: what, Do you really think that I can? I'm gonna. Rem- I know many times I've been hitting the head with chairs, dude. <laughs> I can't remember what you told me <laughs> two <laughs> months ago. <laughs> so, I'm, hey, I, listen, yeah, what's up? That's okay. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. All, all right, but all right, I do still. I still think your Buffalo Bills are going to be okay. I know a lot more about you than you know about me, right? Well, That's I should okay. hope. I'm a public figure and I'm a massive star, Joe, but thank you. I appreciate <laughs> Wait, the call. He we appreciate tell me what to get my wife. He's going to tell you to uh, tell he, Joe to... Oh. He can't tweet. Well, because well, Pete's got the trigger finger. He hangs up on people. Damn it, Pete. Damn it. Let's talk to Austin. Listen on Radio.com. Austin, you're in Springfield, Missouri. How's it going, buddy? How you guys doing this morning? What's up, Austin? Good morning. Hey, Andrew, you can never go wrong with jewelry. I know it's cliche, but I, I hear think you. you can go with it. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's but, the that's the fallback plan. Hold on, that's Austin, the safety net. Here's the problem. Like, my wife and I have been married a long time, right? We, we've been together since high school, right? So, like, it's been every piece of jewelry. Like, so, that's like, the problem. That's the thing. If you're married mm-hmm. a long time, Austin, you've given a girl, like, a, all yeah. different types of jewelry, right? I've been dating my wife since we were... 21 and 20 so and now you know it's almost I've, I've been dating her almost longer than i wasn't dating her wow so like i've maxed out on purses and jewelry gave her two kids i mean i, I don't know what else i'm you're supposed saying, to give you're to such a charming guy <laughs> i gave her two kids oh my god you're such a lovely dude uh austin, at least. did you hear that austin i gave her two kids oh my god do you my think she'd like a me. women of nasa lego set that just came up on esquire's <laughs> top 65 gifts for wives i mean what wife i what don't wife so. wants a lego ah, set a not one you want to marry esquire.com what are you doing to me <laughs> What's up, dude? What else is going on? What are you doing? Well, Taz, I just wanted to say I have two quick wrestling questions for you. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, but first, I just want to say that I am going to miss you on Taz and the Moose, but I'm going to stay locked into the Taz show. And, yes, sir. Uh, wish you the best of luck in 2020. 
Austin, I appreciate the support, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be around in 2020. I'll be doing something. I might be selling empanadas on uh, Hudson Street right in All front right. of the building here out of a <laughs> cart. Yeah, food cart. Yeah, the food cart. You know the gimmick. The food cart. He knows the gimmick. Uh, <laughs> cool. What's your rest of the questions? So two quick ones. Um, I always, you know, I grew up with you and Cole on commentary on SmackDown. Thank you. And always loved you guys' work. Still wish you were all together, honestly. But um, one of my favorite calls was whenever you and Cole called Eddie Guerrero winning the WWE title. Okay, yes. Back in No Way Out. So I guess my two questions are, do you have any good, you know, memories, like funny stories, whatever it is, of Eddie Guerrero? And I'm sure you do. I do. I know Eddie a long time. Yeah, yeah. And what's your other one? Uh, what like? Do you have a favorite call that you and Cole ever had while on SmackDown, whether it be a pay per view or um, just a TV show, whichever one? Yeah. Well, the first question, uh, the second question, I should say first. I mean, I remember the pay per view. I, I I called so many like different WWE pay per views and WrestleManias. Right. I can't remember the name, the number of the one that was in Seattle. Um, the one at the, what was that one, Pete? Do you remember Sacred Field? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and Lesnar was in the main. Yeah, that 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 Lesnar and Angle, Angle, yeah. right? That that match, like I think, like Cole and I really we called a lot of matches together. But that was, I can't speak for Cole on that one. I, we've never sat and talked about that. You know, when you do commentary in wrestling. It's, you, you're doing it so much. You don't sit around and say that. Like you don't even talk about that right. stuff because it's just part of work, right? But mm-hmm. I, I know we were really we really had a blast calling that show, and it was it was a great match too with Angle and Brock. Um, as oh, far as Eddie Guerrero goes. And uh, Austin, appreciate the call and the support. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, Eddie Guerrero, um, no longer with us, as most people know, and uh, left us way too early, but legendary, um, not just wrestler, but person, just a great person. So I had a lot of funny stories about Eddie. I know I've known Eddie for a long time, and I miss Eddie dearly. I do. Um, but when I think of, when I hear Eddie Guerrero's name, the first thing I think about is it's going to sound weird. But when I broke my neck, when I broke my neck in 1995 in a match in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, uh, it was myself and Eddie Guerrero in a tag match against Dean Malenko and Two Coach Scorpio. And I received a spike pile driver, and I was the legal man in the match, Andrew. And I just, my whole body went numb as I landed. And my tag team partner, as I said, was Eddie Guerrero. And Eddie got, I can't remember how, but he got himself in into the match. He finished the match. I, I couldn't stand up, and I, I kind of made my way to the apron of the ring so those guys could do the rest of the match. Everything went to S, as you can imagine, because once someone gets hurt that bad uh, in a tag match, now there's audibles called left and right, and Eddie Guerrero handled the whole match, and I was laying I'm like, wow, I think this match is better that I'm not in this match, right? Except for my broken neck. Except for my broken neck. Yeah. And because, like, there's a pride like, in the business when you get hurt, like in the wrestling business, you finish the match if you can. If not, you're there. So I stayed there, and I couldn't stand up. But I laid on the apron watching and watched Eddie Guerrero put on a clinic and finish the match. So that's what I think about with Eddie Guerrero, you know, like what a professional he was and then how much he was concerned for me, as was um, Dean Malenko and Scorpio. I mean, maybe they weren't as concerned for me as Eddie. Cause not that were Scorpio my guy. That he... Yeah, yeah. well, then he went, and years later, he was nice enough to go and do like one of those shoot interviews on YouTube and bury me for no reason. But I guess he got fifteen hundred bucks, and that's what, that's the thing in wrestling. Is that the price tag? No, they do that. They got you give a guy like a thousand dollars, he'll go on YouTube somebody. and bury you. Right. He'll bury everybody. Like, yeah, I might do that. They, they have a YouTube shoot interviews for sports radio. 
Well, I should do that. What's that thing, Cameo, where you like you, yeah. you set a price and you'll record videos? I'll just give you 50 bucks and just start destroying people. Bury everybody <laughs> in radio and just go do a shoot interview. <laughs> well, I got a three-part miniseries on my new YouTube channel, uh, Taz Tube Jones. Go to YouTube, and that's me covering, talking about sports radio, my time here at CBS Sports Radio. Uh, people on hold, we'll get to you guys. Uh, we have to go to break here. Uh, 855-212-4227. If you're on hold, I promise Andrew and I will get to you uh, at the top of the hour. That will happen. Okay, and uh, we're going to get into some bench cut start. You could call in your bench cut starts. Your top three managers of all time, the ones that beat the body pick, Cornette, Heyman, or Heenan. All right, Taz with Andrew. Be right back. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.